recording this a little before 8.30 on Monday, June 12th. Here, as always, with my co-host, Tom Frey. I'm Adam Hartog, and this is episode 8 of the Breaksdown Podcast, powered by 528 Collectibles. Tom, how you doing? I'm good. I'm Big episode today. I'm ready to get it going. Awesome. So, before we get into the usual episode, uh, the Game 5 of the Finals is tonight. Between the Nuggets and the Heat, it's about to tip off. Do you have a quick prediction on how you think this game is going to go? Tyler Hero's back tonight, but, I mean, coming off a major hand injury, I'm assuming he'll be in limited minutes. I can't imagine that what he'll provide in those limited minutes is enough. It could help. Uh, I could see the Heat keeping it going just because... I feel bad picking against them every time because they've proved us wrong so many times. So I think the Nuggets win. I think the Nuggets wrap up the series. But, I mean, we did say Nuggets and five. So just sticking with our initial prediction, Nuggets and five. But I wouldn't be totally shocked if the Heat kept it alive for another game. If you're on the Nuggets and you're guarding Hero, do you just hand check him until, and make the ref call it? Keep Keep playing pretty slap heavy defense on him and hoping you can get away with it and just kind of trying to test the metal. I know it's a little bit of a, a shitty thing to do, but it's the NBA Finals. It hits real close to home because I think it's a very similar injury to my broken hand. So that And I've gotten hit there even still. It was years ago and it still hurts. I think so I gave you way too hard of a high did. five once. But it was that was like pretty short after. It was probably I think I had like just gotten the cast off, so it was <laughs> Congratulations yeah. on getting your cast off. Yeah. yeah. Let me just break your hand again. But <laughs> uh so it's not fun. But I mean, i g I'm sure there'll be a little bit of that. I've heard I don't know, I, I feel like that aspect of the game has left a little bit. I I think that maybe in the nineties NBA and earlier that for sure they were targeting injuries. Without but a doubt. They're all friends now like for the most part or they're friends with their friends or you know there's interrelationships beyond just your own teammates that didn't exist in the older nba that dirty plays like that just don't happen so much i kind of expected a little bit more Jokic heat issues after what he did to markeith morris last year but that hasn't happened at all it hasn't been a, like a very chippy series at all at so, all yeah I'm sure there will be a time or two where they go for his hand, but I, I don't know if it'll be as bad as you may expect for an NBA Finals. And the NFL is also a different story. You know, I, I know that there's a lot of that in the NFL. Yeah. But the NBA, they're all pals. So, I You just got to send Uncle Jeff out Do there. Do you mind, Kai? You got to itch right now? No, He's the star no. of the program. You sit back down. Where are you going? Kai has something to say about the heat. This is the first time I think he's moved in eight episodes. Wow, he moved to the floor. All right. Well, I <laughs> guess we'll start up. You want to start off with your one big thing? Yeah. Um, so my one big thing is Lionel Messi is moving to the MLS. He spurned a reported $1.6 billion or Euro deal from a club in the Saudi Arabian Professional League. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. That would be a three-year contract. He also had offers from FC Barcelona, but the way he left, I'm not sure how familiar our audience is with it, but in the summer of 2019, there were troubles over registering him to a new contract because Barcelona is in such heavy debt that La Liga, the Spanish league, would, pre would have prevented them from registering him as a new contract. 
So 2019 and 2020, they tried basically to fire sale a lot of bad investments like Coutinho, Dembele, uh, De Jong, they tried to force out, but that was more recent. And they ended up not being able to do it. And the Spanish league prevented them from registering Messi again. And he had to leave Barcelona. And there were only a few teams in the world that could afford his wages. PSG was one of them. They're owned by Qatar Sports Investment or Qatar Investment Specialist, something like that. And he played there for two years. And he left as a free agent this year. Um, and he had basically those three options on the table. But he was afraid that Barcelona... A very similar thing would happen because they would have to go to extreme lengths to register him again and he was afraid that he wouldn't be able to leave yet again under his own circumstances so he felt that he could better control his destiny by going to MLS uh, new not an expansion team anymore but the newest team inter Miami and it's very interesting because he is now playing for David Beckham's club and when Beckham joined the LA Galaxy in the mid-2000s part of his agreement was they gave him a future option to buy an expansion club for $25 million. And the current MLS expansion fee is $500 million, half a billion, which is crazy because that puts a brand new MLS team over the value of some NHL teams. And I don't think any NBA teams, but maybe an MLB team. I'm not really sure what the Probably athletics the, are yeah, valued at. Was, the athletics was what I was going to say. Yeah, but part of Messi's package, reportedly, to join the MLS is a very similar clause. It might not be $25 million anymore because the fees have grown proportionately since Beckham joined. But in order to make the offer from the MLS pretty competitive with the offer from the Saudi League, which could never be matched in cash, they offered him... A cut of the Apple uh, streaming rights because mm. Apple has the streaming rights for the MLS now as of a few big deal a few months ago Adidas offered him a cut of the jersey sales and Messi has been pretty much the face of Adidas worldwide not just soccer for over a decade um, and they offered him you look like you have a counterpoint on that one but we'll come back to that. I don't it's, I just I have something in my head that I you said something and it triggered the idea and I I'm just making sure I don't forget yeah now you're chilling I'm on a little bit of a tangent so they offered him a cut of the jersey sales league-wide I believe and then the option to buy the team which will essentially increase his net worth by hundreds of millions of dollars for a fee that to him is pretty much nothing it might not be as low as 25 million but the guy's a billionaire so if it costs him 50 million to buy a team that will instantly be valued at probably more than the 500 million that a normal uh, expansion team would be in theory right off the bat will make the offer somewhat competitive and in my opinion Messi is the best player of all time and the fact that he competed neck and neck in the exact same era as Ronaldo who is very much in the argument for the second best of all time, Cristiano Ronaldo. Messi is a seven-time Ballon d'Or winner. That's the most of all time. He just won the World Cup with Argentina this year, last year in 2020. He won the Champions League four times with Barcelona. He won La Liga ten times. And I think he's the greatest player of all time. He is not washed. He is, I think, 35 years old. And he's probably immediately going to be the best player in the history of the MLS, most talented, the second he touches the field. Miami, right now, the team he's going to is dead last in the Eastern Conference. 
So I'm not really sure how their season's going to unfold when he joins in July. But it's probably the coolest thing that's ever happened in the history of the MLS. It's like if Michael Jordan had gone to the MLB. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would compare it more to like if Michael Jordan went to play for Barcelona. Yeah. Their, their basketball yeah, team. Yeah, it, obviously, yeah. Obviously, I just went with yeah. an extreme comparison, yeah. but it came to my head. So the thought I've had in my head that I've wanted to get out this whole time, and it's something I know you're going to appreciate, is, and I, I'm sure I'm not coming up with this for the first time. Someone's probably said it, but MLSE That's is good. such a layup. And That's it's really just good. I haven't seen it, and I just had, MLSE. and it popped into my head, and I had to get it out. MLSE. I mean, MVP was the big thing for Embiid. MLSE <laughs> is better. It is better. So that's all I'm saying. I'm yeah, sure there will be t-shirts for that. And the MLS is the second... Trademark pending. The second highest league in the entire world by average per game attendance. And I'm sure the media rights are and things like that are going to skyrocket now that they have one of the, without question, three most famous people on the planet in the league now. Yeah, I mean, it's great for the MLS. It's great for soccer in America. If if Messi playing for in the MLS makes one little kid become a professional soccer player who then becomes an all-time American great, then it's worth it, pretty much. I'm sure it's worth it for Inter-Miami, but it's worth it for our standing as a soccer player power in the world because we're already developing we're already on the way up we already have developing young talent playing overseas and all of that but i bet you beckham coming to play in the mls and playing alongside landon donovan did a ton for young kids coming up to play same with zlatan schweinsteiger Thierry Henry, david via all of those guys coming over legitimize the mls even if it's a bit of a retirement club um i saw one take it was that Messi coming to the MLS is proportionally going is not going to be as big for American soccer as Balogun coming to play for the US is. And I thought I didn't have an opinion on it because if he's actually turns out to be a world class like world class striker, then that's one thing, but if he turns out to be a run of the mill striker, it doesn't do anything for us really. But if he's a true top three, top five type player, then it's an interesting debate. I, there's no way to ever quantify or measure it, but it's an interesting discussion. Yeah, my guess is that... Are, are you saying for the future, like let's say in a decade... Generations. In a decade, yeah. what will be... What will have U.S. soccer closer to a World Cup, the potential starters and subs on that team that a decade, a decade and a half earlier were inspired to play because Messi came to MLS will be greater than Balogun, who may still be the number one striker on the team or no, it's theoretically if Balogun becomes a top 10 player in the world, I like to say top 10 and he's a U.S. soccer player striker and kids are watching him playing in the World Cup for the U.S., scoring goals and doing, like what, I mean, not to the same level because Mbappe's incredible, but similar things to that for the U.S. versus Messi in the MLS. Or even which like will Benzema. do Sure, yeah, like Benzema. Doing what Benzema would did for France, but Balogun doing for the U.S. 
which does more for the future of U.S. soccer? Messi to the MLS or Balogun to the U.S.? I don't have an answer, but this is all a hypothetical because we don't know that he'll be a top 10 player in the world. Yeah, I mean, my my gut reaction is that it would be Balogun because Apple has the streaming rights. So it's not like you're going to have on ESPN Sunday night soccer Messi on like MLS or on TNT with Barkley commentating at the halftime. You're gonna, it's going to be behind a paywall and soccer has grown a lot in the US since NBC got the rights to the Premier League, but now a lot of the games are on Peacock and I'm not really too familiar with the subscriber numbers, but I would imagine that it's hindered some of that growth a little bit because usually the best game, the best two games are on national TV. But I would say half the Chelsea games that I watch are on Peacock, and they're one of the biggest teams in the world. So unless you're like a United fan who's going to get it strictly for commercial reasons or City because you're the best team, it might be hard to watch. And I think the same is, might happen with, with Apple, the Apple holding the rights to the MLS unless they somehow make it so that way more people can watch it. Well, also because a lot of Messi's fans are worldwide fans. So yeah. they could be paying for to watch on Apple, but that's not necessarily enticing more American fans to watch. So, and I don't think they even will be because it's going to be happening at like three in the morning for them. I'm the sure. I'm sure they will be. He has big games. I mean, you're right. No, they're it's messy. yeah. I'm it's, underestimating. You're he's this, he's not a normal superstar. No. He, yeah, he is a a different breed. So, but you're right. I think the grand stage of the World Cup. I mean, you saw it. We, I mean, you and me have watched all the U.S. games. Big game coming up, actually, for Nations League. Yeah, Balogun's debut. Yeah. Um, and Reyna's back. Yeah. And we watched every game for the whole qualifying cycle, the last, like, four qualifying cycles, pretty much. I've watched, I, I can speak for myself, almost all of them, including the meaningless friendlies. Um, but I saw when the World Cup came around how many people thought they were experts, experts on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and you know, but that's fine because it got interest going in the game, and that helps. But it's it's frustrating, but it's it's it does help grow the game. What was that insane debate that we were having with somebody? Like, would Fred start for the U.S.? No, would was Fred world class, and was is would Fred be by far the best player on the U.S.? Was what oh, was yeah. the argument? Yeah, and it was because because he plays for United and he and plays Brazil. in Brazil. Therefore, he is easily the best U.S. player. And it was just <laughs> like Pulisic was very involved in Chelsea's Champions League win. Yeah, like, does that mean nothing? No, it, had a goal it, and I believe an assist in this yeah. pass over the semifinal it, legs against Real Madrid. Like crucial, crucial. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. so yeah, that was I, that was frustrating. But you know, we, we both does, know who the best player on the U.S. is, so it's Tim Ream. Well, that's <laughs> Tim Ream should be team of the season in the <laughs> Premier League. He was awesome all year. He's hurt though. He got hurt at the end. Oh man. Yeah. That's, so he that's won't gonna be, be tough to come back from it. Ah, uh, 30, 37. Seven. Yeah, he's old. But he was so good. I don't know what the injury was. It could have been like his arm. I think he might have broken uh, his arm. I'll take so that. So I think that's fine. Hugo Lloris had a really bad arm injury a couple years ago and was back bef- way before the end of the season. I was and just thinking. Way more important for a goalie to have those things yeah. than a defender. Peter Cech dented his head and he came back and played <laughs> perfectly fine. Is it actually a advantage to have a broken arm as a defender? Because you really can't ever get a call for handball because there's, there's no way they could say that you 
Well, like, intentionally add your arm in a Yeah, well, position. I mean, what if you have your, like, arm in a sling? Like a J.J. Watt arm, whatever robot you would call that. Robot arm? I yeah. think it's... I still think they would call it on you. Man. Yeah. All right, well, one more thing while we're on soccer. Manchester City won the Champions League, which is the trophy that Pep has been, by his own admission, obsessively chasing... And the, you know what the streets are saying? I don't know if you've heard the chatter. What, U.S. head coach? <laughs> no, it's specifically that Pep Guardiola is a coward if he does not oh. resign from Manchester City and take the U.S. men's national team head coaching position. You won your cool little trophy sponsored by your oil money. Now come win a nice gold trophy sponsored by colors that don't run. And sponsored by 528 Collectibles. Yes, he'll be waving the flag <laughs> of the shark dolphin while he yeah, the shark, runs shark a, around the field it's in not, Jerry's world. There's no dolphin in there. It's a whale or a shark. There's no dolphin in the Except mix. for the brain, the brain of a dolphin. Yeah, okay. Brain. <laughs> but there is no, there's no dolphin in this logo. <laughs> Let's not advertise that. But, uh, yeah, Pep, come coach the U.S. with Balogun and... Reyna and Pulisic. I'll be your personal bald head shiner for eternity. Would you shave you your head? Job. Would you shave In your head? In solidarity, bald? yeah. If if he said you need to shave your entire body, <laughs> I will sprint to the nearest wax place. <laughs> At least you're waxing it. I, oh no, you gotta shave first, then wax. I'm not familiar with this process. I've never had a top flight European coach contact me directly over anything i just think if you wax at full length then it's have you ever seen 40 year old virgin i don't think so okay well there's a scene where they literally rip off steve carell's chest hair and oh i think i've yes. seen clips of that actually and he screams like kelly clarkson <laughs> yeah that's that's what would happen to you just... so <laughs> um but yeah is that all on soccer yeah i think so all right so my one big thing for this week is basically just the NFL running back situation, specifically as it pertains to Saquon, he has threatened now to hold out for the year. The Giants offered him an above market rate contract, which I think they then pulled off the table. I, I don't buy week, right? Yeah, and and he says he doesn't want the to be the highest paid running back. He says he's not asking for that, but he also is saying he wants to be fairly paid. But yet the 12 to 14 million he was offered wasn't enough but McCaffrey's is 16 so it's does he want 15 and also you don't pay him 15 you can't pay him 15 and and the NFL is all about basically is salary allocation and that's why you try to win with your young quarterback before they get their big extension because unlike the Chiefs who managed to do it with Mahomes massive contract it's why Brady took pay cuts all those years because that money needs to go elsewhere. And we're at the point now where running back is the second uh, lowest paid position group other than, or sorry, the lowest paid position group aside from kickers and punters. And if you're going to pay Saquon like he's a low-end quarterback and you already have a mid-to-low-end quarterback, <laughs> you're not going to be able to build a contender. We saw the, the last year the five highest paid running backs were – can I CM? guess? Yeah, okay, sure. McCaffrey. Yeah. Kamara. Yeah. Chubb. No. Derrick Henry. Yes. Zeke. Yes. Chubb's not on the, not in the top five. No. I don't know who. Dalvin. Is. 
Dalvin, okay. So CMC traded midseason, contract restructured. Almost all is in a roster bonus, so it doesn't count against the cap. Zeke, washed and cut. Kamara, disappointed and didn't look the same last year. Dalvin, cut, free agent, wants a big deal, but no one's giving it to him. Derrick Henry, shopped all offseason, wanted to be traded. That is the top five running backs from last year, highest paid running backs from last year. And um, they uh, just lost my train of thought. But they're all on the way out. And that's why you just you can't pay running backs. And especially because Zeke, you saw with Zeke with the Cowboys, Pollard was better. Better, yeah. And, beca- and that's what happens. And Madison, whenever he stepped in for Dalvin, looked awesome. And he was getting paid pennies. You saw it in the Super Bowl. The... The Chiefs won it with a rookie, with a rookie running back, um, and the, I mean, the Eagles had Miles Sanders. They let him go. He rushed for what fourteen hundred yards last year, something like that. Twelve hundred yards. I think the Eagles are paying under two million for their entire running back room. Exactly, and so it's just there's no solution here, really. Running backs just can't be expected. Running backs just can't expect to be paid that premium anymore because we've learned it just doesn't work. And the Falcons drafting Bijan was probably a mistake, except he looks awesome and is probably going to be a top five running back real early. The worst mistake was the Lions drafting Gibbs. Yeah. Because it's just like after signing David Montgomery. Yeah, and they already had Jamal Williams, who was the touchdown. He left, last I year. think. Oh, he did. But I mean, no, DeAndre Swift left. Bo- I think both. Really? Yeah, Jamal Williams left as a free agent, and then they brought in oh, David he's on Montgomery, the which right. is weird because why not just bring back the guy that was already there and you're familiar with? And who's David Montgomery? And who's awesome? Basically the same player. Yeah. yeah. And Jamal Williams is really fun and likes comics and is like a big nerd. And I like David Montgomery is a cool dude too. Yeah, but I like Jamal Williams. He's very wholesome. He if is, If you watch yeah. his content, it's very wholesome. A nice guy. Yeah, but so, yeah, I guess, like, if you're the Giants, what's the most you're paying Saquon? I would probably, I mean, the franchise is, what, 10? Yeah. And he said he's not going to play on that. Yeah. So, the way I've heard it described is that if he gets franchised two years in a row, this year and next year, Mm-hmm. That guaranteed money would come out to the ten million this year, and it would be one hundred twenty percent of that next year. So the total would be about twenty two million. And apparently, no agent really will take a contract that doesn't have at least that much guaranteed money. Okay. And if they can figure out a way to make it work so that they're keeping him under like twelve, I'm fine at twelve, but still giving him the guaranteed money over however many years that will make both parties happy. I think that's probably the best middle ground. I do. I got a couple things on this. Um, one that Zeke holdout before he signed, where he was in Cabo, mm. staying in shape. Total, total lie. He yeah. was never the same player after <laughs> no, that. No, he was no. He was yeah. probably just doing limbo. That's what yeah. it's called, right? Yeah, when you're going under that the bar. Yeah, yeah. Limbo. It's been a, been a minute. Yeah. Um. Not a limbo podcast. No, <laughs> no. Yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, also. I really like the Giants' front office and coaching staff, but I think it's a little bit of a sketchy look how this whole thing has played out because it seemed like they were going the tag route for DJ, and then they worked out a deal, and he's getting paid a lot. I know it's more of like a two-year deal, really, but average annual puts him in the top five or it, just outside. Yeah, it's up there. Probably, I think, um, just outside the top five. And it kind of seemed like they 
were part of the reason that they were so quick to give him a huge contract was because then they could tag Saquon. And now it seems like that might not happen. And it seemed like a weird move at the time to cave a little bit to the quarterback so that you could tag a running back. But now if that backfires, then it's... uh, Well, but with the way the contract is structured, the DJ contract, like, yes, the AAV makes it look like it's top end, but the structure of it is it's really not bad. It's really, like, advantageous to the Giants. So, like, DJ got money, Daniel Jones got money up, and deservedly so, he played his way into that contract last year, but he got more money than he probably would have, but he has way less security, and the Giants can walk away after the two years if he doesn't pan out. So it's... It was a risk if now knowing that Saquon isn't taking the tag, but at the time it it was a pretty smart move. I, I mean, I would have done it the same way. I'm obviously not remotely qualified to make that decision, but if I knew it was an option, I like the way they did it, even at the risk of losing Saquon or if he holds out for the whole year. Because I think I would rather lose him and have him sit out and pull a Le'Veon and go elsewhere than pay him $15 million a year and hamstring ourselves. And I love Saquon. He's awesome. And he was a and the Giants will be significantly worse without him. But you can replace running backs. Even though he is spectacular and is more than just a running back. Him and McCaffrey and Derrick Henry in a different way, I think, are in a tier of their own. And Chubb's awesome too. But I think they're in a tier of their own in that well, Derrick Henry's untackable untackleable and McCaffrey and Saquon also are effectively receivers. Best best athletes on most fields. Yeah, so... But even with that, you can find fill-in running backs all the time. Anywhere. They do it every year. There's Deontay Foreman rushed for 900 yards last year. He was on the scrap Bears just signed him. Okay, yeah. And what's his... Who's there? Khalil Herbert. Whenever he played, I think he rushed for like 200 yards like three weeks in a row. Yeah, he was awesome. They they were the best rushing team in the league this year, and they really didn't skip a beat when Montgomery was out hurt. Well, a lot of that was also Fields. No, I know, but yeah. even like early in the year. Oh yeah, no, I was I was laughing because it was he. I, he was, I was looking at the rushing yard leaders, and I think he was top year, five, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, but either way, I had just the running back conundrum, for lack of a better word, isn't getting any clearer, especially with honestly all of skill positions because D hop is looking at the Titans and the Patriots and a bunch of teams that I didn't think he would even possibly look at. And it's because Odell's contract ruined everything. Yeah. And it's these contracts that are resetting the market. And then, I mean, I don't see how there's no way Odell's contract ages. Well, like he could be really good and it's still too much money. It keeps Lamar happy. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason, but it also messes with the market. It's the same way that the Deshaun Watson contract messed with the market by giving him all the guaranteed money. It ended up not, I mean, it did obviously, it did, but it did Lamar didn't it did. sign a fully guaranteed no, deal. No, but he got closer to fully guaranteed than he would have otherwise. And probably, and it made negotiations more difficult. Oh, certainly. Yeah. So it, the Ravens, I think the Ravens owner, after the Deshaun deal was on record as saying, I don't think he's one of the guys that should have set this precedent. I think. I mean, for, for, on, for a, a, just many strictly reasons. keeping it on yes. field. Well, <laughs> keeping it on field after last year, he certainly wasn't the guy. Even the year before, he wasn't like a top three 
quarterback or like it a was, top. It was hard to tell. It was all a lot of it was projection based on you put him on a good team. Well, stats so, were awesome, but yeah. like there's still there's still a handful of guys you would want over him. Yeah, the, I guess the question was just if you put him on a team with real weapons and with a real chance at winning, which the Texans, I mean, were and then weren't. Bill o, Bob kind of ruined it. You know, as the, a GM, the whole D hop. Tr- yes, as a GM, we've I think we've expressed that he was actually a good coach, just the worst GM ever. Yeah. But, and what team better signifies a winning tradition than the Cleveland Browns? Yeah. Well, they had they drafted their their first overall quarterback. He led them to the playoffs, and they kicked him to the curb like he was nothing. <laughs> Granted, I'm not a Baker guy, but it was just it's just a little rude how they treated him. Honestly, I like Baker, but if we never have to see the Baker living in the stadium commercials again at the cost of his NFL career, I've made <laughs> You're my willing peace to make with that it. trade. I've made my peace with it. Yeah. Okay, I think that's fair. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for my one big thing this week. Cool. Okay, so instead of our usual interview and or. I guess this isn't really like a usual segment necessarily. It's no, just it's kinda, just the big. It's the meat. Yeah, the meat of the episode. Yes, the All meat. Right, for today's more, meat. For today's meat. <laughs> That's what I called it last episode. It'll be the meat from now on. We are going to do a draft of momentum killing plays in sports. Uh, I know that we took the took this to different extremes. I think, again, we are almost always grading on a different scale. I think just our definitions of plays and momentum killers are just different. So what, I just want to be clear. When I say things like that, we don't. I don't know what you what is on your list, and you don't know what's on mine. I just told you earlier that I know that there's some things that you will th- think may be running a, slightly afoul of the rules. Yeah, well, the, the rules... The imaginary box that I've put this in, you're just outside of it. You have a robo-ump I have, and who's Angel Hernandez? Yeah, he's always painting outside the lines. You're, I'm doing paint-by-numbers, you're finger-painting. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know what paint-by-numbers is, but they give you that's, the, how un, that's how outside the lines I am. They give you the numbers, and they give you, like, six is green, and you paint inside, and you put green in six. See, the lines that I'm outside of must have that, like, one-way mirror, one-way window. Because I, I can't even see into this Either way, process yeah. you Moving, have going on. We got we to gotta, <laughs> okay. let's get, let's get right, into, into the meat. Sorry, into you the have meat. the first pick for yes, this one. I have the first pick. For my biggest momentum killer, I am going to – it's baseball season, so I'm going to go with my, my baseball one. It's specifically a one-out – Bases loaded, grounded into double play. Because it's you have all this hope. There's only one out. You got two shots at, at the matter to score. So you and think. So you think. And then you just roll over on a fastball to short, ground into double play, innings over, momentum shot. All Because it, it especially with this these Yankees, they're not scoring runs. You have your one chance, and if you don't take advantage of it, you're, the game's over. We have two runs like every game the last like two weeks. So, oh, Kai's running away. But yeah, that's my first one. First pick in the momentum killing draft. One out, bases loaded, grounded into double play. It's incredibly deflating. I mean, as Yankee fans, we know all too well how how low that can drop the morale in a room. A Rod's my favorite player of all time, and he did that better than anyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so my first pick is missing a penalty in an, a tournament elimination game when you're down by one, especially in the second half, and your name is Harry Kane, and it's against <laughs> France. Okay, so we're getting just real specific, but I, I Well, that's had... not the outside-of-the-box one, necessarily. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. No, but I had I had Miss PK on here, but that was in my third tier. Because it's you're just you're not gonna win once that happens. You just no, that's your chance. That's yeah. your chance, and you blow it. But that's that's a good one actually. I think I should have had that higher. I have this one is I'm imagining it in very specific. Oh, it's a snake draft. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, so you got to go again. Okay. So for my next pick, I am gonna go with a safety to open the Super Bowl. Okay. I mean that game was just. Horrific. Well, it happened in the Broncos Seahawks one. That's the one, one that I'm talking about. And I think it also happened in the second Patriots Giants one, right? A holding in the end, or intentional grounding in the end zone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I that might have that, that was first, was, yeah. not first play necessarily, but still, it wasn't first drive safety. It, it wasn't in the Super quite Bowl. as bad as the uh, Seahawks Broncos one. No, definitely but, not. But because that one that was, was game that over. Was, that was game that over. That could have been the final score. Yeah. Seahawks could have just taken a knee the rest of the game. There's no way the Broncos were scoring after that. All right, my next one. You have two good picks. My next one is. It's oh, I'm so torn. There's so many good ones here. I'm gonna go with a muffed punt. I like that because you. I'm just imagining it's very specific circumstances. You get a huge stop. Huge third down stop. You're about to get the ball back to come down and score, and you muff the punt. Can I lay out an example situation that I was at this past season? Sure. Bears Giants week three or four. I think they were both two. I think four because I think they were both two and one. Mm-hmm. The Bears it was a one score game. Really rainy. Mm-hmm. The Bears had got a big stop on third down. Giants punted with like under two minutes left it was after the two minute warning valus jones jr in his first nfl game muffs the punt giants recover a very sad me meanders out of metlife stadium with a huge migraine the entire second half so that was that was it was cool to go to the game but i was not feeling it yeah i'm sure but valus jones jr we have hit more valus jones jr cards in this store than any other rookie in the world we have like John 500. You're right. John Mechie's up there too. But I've seen at least 40 Velas Jones RPAs. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's They're everywhere. Unreal. It's a shame he stinks. Yeah. Buy, sell, hold. Uh, sell. Yeah. Sell, sell, sell. Immediate sell. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep changing it up on the sports because Snake Draft. I'm going to go. With in hockey, not my not my forte, but I'm going with giving up a goal on a power play, and I feel really good about that because there's there's almost not nothing quite like the created momentum of a power play. Literally being at a man advantage is I can't think of anything like it in sports. It is literally them creating momentum for you to score. Yeah, and by you conceding a goal. There's probably nothing more deflating than that, and I, that's coming from someone who's never played the game, can barely skate, but I imagine it's very deflating. That's my third pick. Okay, that's a gr- that's a great pick. A short and goal it. hits different. I feel good about it. I am gonna go 
back to soccer on my it's my pick right yeah i'm gonna go back to soccer for my third pick and i'm gonna go with a goal being ruled out by var more than a minute after it was scored i had that i had that on there it just leaves you with a pit in your stomach yeah it's again in it's another sport that's another very specific to soccer one where that other sports stop when they review you don't just keep playing as if it the goal counted they keep playing in soccer while the goal is under review and then they'll just take it away well i mean they usually review it now after it was scored but after the celebrations that's happened. what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they it's not like in in basketball if you challenge something it's usually right then and there before play conti- or it is you can't do it before play continues you can't do it after the fact same thing with football if you don't get your flag down the play goes on that's it chance is blown yeah in soccer it's you celebrate you think you score they bring the ball back to half field and then boom it could be off so it's very unique to soccer that review system and but yeah that was on there so you had, you had two picks now i think it's or my one pick more now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh so my fourth momentum stopper is playing the new england patriots for a decade and a half in the playoffs coming out of the afc yeah, that's, I mean, that's, wow. So, okay, before the pod, Ad mentioned to me that there was a whole team on his list, and I didn't understand how that was possible. <laughs> it's in the context of the momentum of their season. Yeah, just like you could be on a roll at the end of the regular season going into, into the, the playoffs, the and then you're going to lose to the play. And the wow, the that's really good. That's a really good pick, and I, I wow, okay. That's, yeah, all right. Thinking outside the bun, as they say. <laughs> shout um, out, T-Bell. No yeah. free shout outs. Yeah, no free shout outs. That'll, that'll cost you. We have your tab in the back. Yeah. Um. So, all right, you got your two picks? Yeah. So this is the second to last pick in the whole draft. Yes. I have to make this count. Uh, yes. I'm so torn. I'm going to... Can we do a little bit after of the honorable mentions? Yeah. Because I have so many that I want to share. Sure. Okay. So this is – I'm going to do, in a clutch moment, missing both free throws. It's – half half the time you'll see a shooter go up there, it's – the mindset is just make one. You miss the first, and it's like, all right, just make the second. Yeah. Split and then them. you miss the second, it's like – God damn it. And then you're cold. You just you just had to make one. And then not only that, it's it's a huge swing. It's you're cold now, your team's sad, and then they have the ball. Unless you get the rebound, but that not in this scenario. They have the ball, they come down, hit a three. It's a five-point swing. I will eventually try to come up with the stats on how many times both misses have resulted in an offensive rebound, but I can almost promise you it's under 1%. Can't be often. Um, but, yeah, that's my last pick. No, second to last pick. Oh, it's you have one more. I thought you're right. That oh, is I my only, second. I no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I have that's my, no. I didn't say that. I was wrong. You, no, you definitely. You said this is the second to last pick before the you second to last pick. As in, I thought it was me. Then oh. you. Yes, yes, yes. yes no, yes, I did yes. four. Yeah, so I was wrong. I was wrong. You are giving me more credit than I deserve, is what I'm saying to you. Okay. Yeah. I thought you had one more. I had one more. But I actually had two more, and you had one more. Right? Yes. Okay. So then now, 
Now I don't know. I just blew my load on that last one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've got a few that I could go here. Missing both free throws was a good one, though. I don't want to tell you them. I'll just... I'm going to go with one that's going to make you sad. Okay. A double doink. Mm, yeah. <laughs> just a missed field goal in, in in particular, but the double doink is, I mean, the ultimate missed field goal. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say ultimate, but it's definitely up there. I would say the Vikings have a very famous one. They had a kicker that didn't miss for an entire season until the NFC Championship game. I don't mean the ultimate as in the pinnacle of missed field goals. I mean in terms of ways you can miss a field goal. That hitting get much harder it, than double doing. Yeah, hitting that triple doing. Yes. So it's in that standard the ultimate missed field goal. But yes, there are others that are more momentous. But yeah, that's my last pick. Missed field goal. Okay. For my last pick, I'm going to go with star player getting arrested. Was this just was this just another attack on me now cuz I hit you with the double doink? Is this a Plaxico Burris thing? No. Oh, it's a John Morant thing? This is just a oh. any, I mean this is clearly the list is pretty long extensive. Yeah, I just I we we did our like most Like you can go Michael Vick, you can go yeah, like I know, any of these but guys. But we we did the most heartbreaking moments in Plaxico Burris's arrest was, oh, that was a shooting great himself one. was one of them no so. this wasn't a personal attack <laughs> i thought I, this I was you coming for me after i came no for you. i mean like yeah. i deserved it though no 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 uh just it killed, it killed no you're right you're right you're right you're right i mean hernandez well that's a different type of killing yeah that's more literal <laughs> Kill, but, i mean hey that his pat's career went off cliff yeah, after that he killed his own personal momentum and then his own personal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's turned into uh, a Hernandez yeah, podcast. We're not, Ruth, Ruth's getting real yeah. Hernandez. Ruth's getting Ruth's been real fast. Because Hernandez. Um, <laughs> honorable mention uh, yes. wedgie in basketball that's a good one that's a really good one you should have you should have used that one that's way better than the ones i had because that's literally yeah that's so good oh, oh what I else you really have? This. i had oh i had uh i had light lights going out during the super bowl mm. <laughs> you went you went big scale i went very specific but this is i like your picks I some think. sometimes a charge in basketball, that's a good one. I had a, I had a punt return touchdown. I was another one, but I didn't want to go that after or kick return touchdown. I didn't want to go that after muff punt. I had turnover on downs, specifically Giants QB sneaking. <laughs> that third, was another one. Yeah, Giants QB sneaking on third <laughs> down, four point play. Four point play is good. I, I I almost went that one over missed field goal, but it just. It doesn't happen enough that it's a momentum-killing play, that it's like you're on a roll and then they come down and have a four-point play. It just didn't feel like it warranted a, a spot. I had uh, Ryan Lochte making up that he got mugged. Ooh. Because he was kind of on a roll until yeah, everyone he started was. He was. giving him the business for that. Deservedly so. <laughs> yeah, it certainly deserved the business. Yeah, deserved all of the business. <laughs> the entirety of it. 
Um, what else do I have? Strike them out, throw them out, double play. So oh, caught yeah. stealing and you strike out. Double, That's yeah. a good one. Um, and after you went with the VAR, I had didn't want to go with this one, but it was like a bad penalty that reverses a touchdown, like a block in the back or, or something. Hold. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. I probably should have gone with that one, but I, I didn't. Pass it was, interference. It, yeah, yeah. I block in the back was my specific one, like calling back a touchdown because some moron just had to run into somebody. Yeah, that was my specific thought, but yeah, that probably would have been a better pick. I think I regret not going with that, but I think, I think that was all of my honorable mentions. This was a good draft, though. That was fun. I think I got to. I don't even know, dude. Did either of us keep track of who we picked or what we picked? Because I don't remember any of them. I will go back and look, and we, we can make a poll or something. Yeah, we'll definitely make a poll. The poll will be on the Instagram it was, story for sure. I I did bases loaded, ground and double play with one out, missing both free throws. This is in no order. Giving up a goal on a power play, muffed punt, missed field goal. All right, those are my five. I will go back and you don't remember yours. Yeah, I remember okay. some of them. Okay, I remember the all right safety. Miss penalty in soccer. Patriots. Yeah, the New England Patriots yes. and star player getting arrested. And we're missing one in there? Did we pick five each? Yeah. Okay. Wait, did I just pick last? No, you... I picked last. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that was five each. Okay. I think. I mean, <laughs> did you pick five? I. We got to do a better job keeping VAR, track of VAR, this. VAR. Oh, VAR, yeah, 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 yeah. We just yeah. talked about that for multiple minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. We will put the results of the draft on the, an Instagram story, and we will let our handsome and or beautiful fans vote on it. Or, if you're ugly, ugly <laughs> you can also vote. We are not discriminating against people's looks. We'll have a separate poll, though. Yeah, well... Maybe not, but I'd, I'd, if you want to create an ugly poll, I allow <laughs> it. But I, I can't, I can't abide, I can't create that and, and stand by it. But if you want, if you want to, I can't stop you. Uh, but all right, good draft, great draft. You're right, great draft. I undersold it. Um, Do you want to move on to awards? Yeah, let's move on to awards. Okay. We've got a, our special guest waiting out back. He'll, uh, he'll appear on our mini segment coming up quick, but we. We're trying to sneak this in before he comes in. So, all right, we'll do awards. Okay. All right, you want me to start? I will start. Okay, you start. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you had the first draft pick. Yeah, it's totally fair. My first award is the LeBron James 2017 Offseason Award. Is that when he went over to... No? No. That was after... The first loss to the KD Warriors. Okay. So they won the title, the Cavs, then lost Uh to the KD Warriors that offseason. And it's specifically LeBron James in that offseason? Yes. I'm giving you the opportunity to try to crack this code. Is it a ba- is it basketball? I'm I'm stuck in basketball. It's not basketball. Okay, that helps. The the reason is basketball. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> uh coming off of the loss. Coming off the loss, but that doesn't have as much to do with it as th- events that happened in that 
off season. I just don't remember that off season. That's the problem. Okay. I can't. I'm. I, yeah. Okay. Just uh, so I will give, give me some info around LeBron yes. centered around that time. Please. So this is going to somebody that grew up in the Central Time Zone, had six, big success somewhere else on the Eastern Seaboard prior to making the move. You hear these hints? You hear these hints he's giving me? <laughs> and then their chosen number two slash partner was about to make a move after the NBA Finals. Embiid? No, no it's not a basketball award. It's not an athlete that's getting it. I could say some of those again if you want. I could say they're only ones that matter. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. What had big success somewhere else on the eastern seaboard before he made his move to a new opportunity. And the person that he handpicked as his number two in that new opportunity was about to make a move after the NBA Finals. Just tell me it, I don't know. It's going to skip Bayless. Oh, okay. Grew up in Oklahoma. Yeah, I didn't know where he grew up. First take in Connecticut. Connecticut, yeah, okay. okay. Picked Shannon Sharp when he went to Undisputed, and then Shannon's leaving after the NBA Finals. Yeah, all right. Dumb? Was that dumb? No, that was good. That was really good. It was good. It was too smart for me. I spent a lot of time cracking this code. Yeah, that's why. It was really well thought out. And I am sorry I couldn't get that for you. No, it's fine. I had fun explaining it. Um, I had fun thinking about it earlier. I hope you guys had fun listening to it. Um, Shout out fun havers. <laughs> yeah, those are good people. <laughs> um, all right, my first award is the He Can't Keep Getting Away With It award. This is a it's a very famous Breaking Bad quote. Ad has not seen it. You can shame him for that. Or he's seen parts of it. Well, it doesn't count. It's Jesse Pinkman is very upset at Walter White. I don't want to spoil it for you. but So he's just, like, in anguish, screaming. He can't keep getting away with it. I'll show you the clip after it. It won't spoil anything. But it's he can't keep getting away with it. Award. TM. Is it going to Eric Spolstra for drag dragging teams to the NBA finals. No, that's good. It it is actually not going to a to a player. So you're you're on it's the right track, to... but it's not yeah. It's not a good thing. It's not is a it guy, going... it's not someone who's doing good. It's someone who's doing badly and keeps their job. Okay, is it going to it's close to home for us? Is it going to Billy Epler? You were so close. You were the wrong team. Just Cashman? The, yeah, it's going okay. to Cashman. You were. I can't believe you had Billy Epler. I mean, I didn't think... Oh, that is, I, you were right there. You had it. Billy Epler. <laughs> I, that is the first time I've ever been mad at you for missing one of these. <laughs> I can't believe you went there. Uh, you know what? I it's listened. close to home for us. I just thought you meant geographically. I did, but I also meant... <laughs> It's as closer a, as, to home. Yeah, but as a fan, as okay. a fan. Well, you know what? I was listening to a lot of uh, Robertson Carden, yeah, and they were just—I know—they they always talk about the Mets on there. Yeah, that's. Uh, but yeah, it's going to Cashman. This is like the eighth year in a row we keep doing this with this team. That everyone gets hurt, 
and then we roll out these guys, and like every one, one or two of them turn out good, and that's great. And and uh, Cashman's really good at that, at unearthing these gems. The the Cameron Mabin, Mike Talkman, Gio Urshela, Luke Voigt, this year Bowers and Willie Calhoun, and now Billy McKinney. Like all these guys are performing, and like that's great. And he's really good at building a bullpen, finding those guys. Clay Holmes turned him into what he is. Wandy Peralta, he actually flipped Talkman. Shout out Sockman, come on the pod for Wandy, who turned into one of the best relievers in baseball. Cashman's really good at a lot of things, and I give him credit for that. But he's also horrible at building depth. For some reason, we he can't. We didn't sign a left fielder in the offseason. We have 19 infielders. We've we've repurposed like four of them into outfielders. Oswaldo, IKF, Bowers. Calhoun's barely a fielder at all. We have all of them playing in the outfield. They don't know how to play the outfield. Uh, it's just every – and this is every year. And then we don't hit. And Rodon hasn't pitched yet. If Rodon comes out and pitches great, that's cool. And that helps a little bit because he's he was really good. He's And he is really good. That helps. But pitching hasn't really been our problem necessarily – Burning out our bullpen has been a big problem, but the fact that we can't hit in the playoffs has been the problem. And yet, they ran it, they pretty much ran it back. And it's, it's, we clearly weren't good enough last year. We could not hit. So why do you not, you, why do you bring in pitching? Or, or only pitching? You can bring in Rodon and just bring in a left fielder who can hit. Even Conforto on his one year deal that he signed. Or like, there's a million guys you could have gone and gotten that would have at least filled the hole. And also, when we signed DJ LeMayu, who was struggling really bad right now and hurting us, when we signed him, it was to be utility contact bat-to-ball guy off the bench who's going to play pretty much every day but is going to hit 300. He was forced into regular everyday play and became a near-MVP player for the Yankees, which is awesome. But then we never tried to fill that role. We brought in Marwin Gonzalez last year to fill that role. And he played over 100 games, and he was like a two OPS plus hitter. It's – he can't keep getting away with doing this and stringing us along and having us – and like hopefully we are ice cold right now and I'm being reactionary and then Judge and Bader, and Bader come back and we get hot at the right time and make a run because we there is talent on the roster. But there's never an, enough depth – and all of our guys are always getting hurt. I don't know if it's a training staff issue. Like, there's a lot of injuries in baseball this year and in every sport now. But it's it is to such an extent that something needs to change. And that's my rant. And I that's yeah, that's all I got. Sorry, I got all angry. No, it's just it's frustrating because the emergency spot call ups are not winning games for us, but. They're not the worst performing players on the team. It's not the guys right that are no. going to be... The worst performing players are supposed to be our best players right now. Yeah. It's DJ Rizzo's one for his last, like, 40. 30. Yes, I think 31 since 31, his neck right, injury. Yeah. yeah, I was exaggerating. But uh, one for his last 31. DJ's, DJ's hitting 230. Year. I give Volpe a pass because he's a rookie. Yeah, and, and he's and not supposed to be carrying no, the team. He's but not. now that nobody and else is It makes hitting, him look – yes, it, the magnifying glass goes on him, and, and then it makes it harder on him, and then the pressure is more on him. But Giancarlo hasn't hit since he's been back. Donaldson has five hits, six hits on the year, five of them – five hits on the year, four of them are home runs, I think it six is. Six and five. Six and five, which is cool and all, but get some other fucking hits. Yeah. Um, 
then Rizzo's not hitting, DJ's not hitting, Stan's not hitting, Glaber's forgets how to play sometimes. I don't know why. It's the weirdest thing of all time. Um, and so it's when your top five aren't hitting and you're relying on Willie Calhoun and Volpe and Oswaldo and Bowers to win you games, you're it's not, not going to win games. So it's that's my award. Did you can't keep Ro- getting away with did it. Did you see Rodon beamed Calhoun? I did. And I did. Calhoun immediately went to the locker room. Yeah, but then Rodon. Yeah, fine, right? yeah, it was totally fine. He played. And then Rodon said he was ready to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was funny. It's, you know, it's bad luck. I mean, it's not as bad as the Montas fiasco. I honestly forgot about that. He won't be back till September. At no, the and earliest. we gave away like two capable starters in that trade. JP Zers is like good depth. Yeah. And I think it was... At least Rodon had a pretty clean bill of health. I think Waldachuk was the other one we gave up in that deal. We gave up Wesneski and Waldachuk at the same deadline, and it messed with my brain. But either way... Ref Snyder. Ref Snyder's on the Red Sox. That stinks. Yeah. You know who I don't like that is on the Red Sox? Kike Hernandez. He he beat us. He was the reason we lost last night. Yeah, you're right. He shouldn't be on the Red Sox. He seems like a nice guy, and I imagine the Red Sox being mean guys until they get to the Yankees. Yeah. And shave their beards and cut their hair. Johnny Damon. Shout out. He gets free shout out. Oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> now. Now we're talking guests, Johnny Damon. <laughs> um, My second award, <clears throat> and I'm a little embarrassed that I couldn't come up with a better name for this, but it is the Laguerre Blunt Award. And if you don't mind, I will just blurt out the stupid reason. Jamal Williams. No. Okay. It's not. It's actually. Okay, tell me the reason. It's actually an old guy that has never played a down of football. But it is a guy that has taken um, a, a blow s- to the head that has been seen by a lot of people and has taken just, a blow to the head or given a blow to the head. Taken and has just kept marching on. I know LeGarrette Blunt had a famous punch, but. That's what I was. As thinking. a power running back, he t- took a lot of blows to the head. And just kept marching on for a team that many people refer to as the Evil Empire. Stanton? No. Wow, really? I thought first because of I thought it because no, he got I hit know. by the pitch. Somebody else got hit, not by a pitch. Pretty recently. He got hit. Hmm. Oh, John Sterling! I was gonna give Sterling an award. I didn't <laughs> do it though. Yeah, that was I, hilarious. I almost didn't because I couldn't come up with a good name for it. Yeah, I yeah. figured I hope the Evil Empire thing would. It was a good enough hint, but and when I heard the audio at first, I envisioned like things that like the way things hit an old guy. Like he got crushed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I I, was, I yeah. can't believe he he's, could have, no, he's, he's not t- dead. He's totally fine. I can't I, believe he's not dead, dude. I he know. got beamed. He's yeah. 84 years old. He took a foul ball to the face. Clean to the face. I yeah, I was... Can we... Are we able to clip that in? Yeah, I think I can figure that out. Okay, cool. But it was the three owls. It was, ow, <laughs> ow. It was, ow. It was like, wow, that, that really hit me. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, imagine... And I thought, like, hand me that tennis ball. This is the first proper brand. I thought he got hit in the way an old guy gets hit, like it's rolling along and falls off and like that. You would think. No. And then I saw the video, and it's just like he got hit with, like, a shot out of a cannon. Yeah, my immediate re- I think it was his, I think his glasses actually, like, saved him. I think oh, it yeah. hit his glasses, and that absorbed a lot of the blow. Somehow. But my immediate reaction glass in his eyes. was just like, I cannot believe how hard he got hit. Yeah. But, um, what was I going to say? 
It's uh, it's a miracle he's all right. Very glad yes. he's all right. <laughs> Very thrilled he's all right. But that it's since he's all right, it's hilarious. We think. I mean, we've Why? seen stuff blows to the head have somewhat delayed effects, but we'll assuming see. assuming he's all right, it's hilarious. If he's not all right, knock on wood, not funny, and I'll remove any proof that I ever said this. <laughs> But, as it currently stands, funny. And if you do have to do that, then we can take out everything we said, except we will have to remove proof that this ever happened, so we'll just leave people guessing as to what was there before. Yeah, exactly. Alright, so... To close out the award show. The last and most important award of the show is the Nice Guys Finish Last Award. And... I don't think this is there's enough to go off of here for you to know, so I have to give you a little bit a bit of a hint. It's going to a player and or group of players in a sport we don't usually talk about. It's a big is sport. Is this going to the PGA guys? It is, yes. It is going to the PGA guys. <laughs> it's going specifically to Rory McIlroy, who referred to himself as a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Which he was. Which he was. Because he, he, he really stood strong for the PGA, and he did all of their, you know, live is bad, and he was all their propaganda, PGA propaganda, and he was the face of it, and he took, and he could have made so much money. And he's got a ton of money, and he's going to make a ton of money in his career, but it's like upwards of two, $300 million that he passed up on, and now he just, those guys get to come back. And just they in the same locker room. They say there's going to be some sort of punishment, but what's it going to be? How could there be? That's the you're thing. Gonna, you're going to spread like, the money around? <laughs> like, how could there be a punishment? Because from what I understand, this is not a takeover, but the Saudis will be the financial backing of golf. And they'll, I, I, yeah. I've, how does that not make them the decision makers? Like, sure, it's I, collaborative until they disagree on something. I think it's... From my understanding, it's the company, the head of the company with all of the money. PIF? Gets, yes. But gets that's a seat. just the ruling family, basically. But they get a seat at the table of the governors. So I think there's still an overall governing body, and they just are a part of it. But ultimately, who, he who has the money has the power. Yeah. But it's... I think, at least in theory, it is going to be a collaborative sort of thing. But yeah, like the Rory McIlroy's and those guys who stood strong for the PGA just got totally boned and... Nice guys finished last award. Okay, thank you for watching episode eight of the Breaksdown, powered by Five Two Eight Collectibles. Good episode, Tom. Good episode. We Always will see good. you. Yeah, we will see you next week. Sam, actually Tuesday next week. We're recording. Hopefully, uh, it still comes out on Thursday. But yeah, we're recording on Tuesday. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll have way more, way clearer of a picture of how the NBA Finals will play out by then. Uh, thanks for listening.